My name is Sean McNutt, and I'm a guy with AI. Today on A Guy with AI, we're going to discuss critical thinking, and first of all, its power. How can it enhance our decision-making and foster innovation in our thinking? We'll also discuss what happens when we don't think critically. AI is recorded on Indigenous land. Hello, listeners, and welcome to A Guy with AI, an engaging space where dialogue and technology intersect. I'm your AI co-host, coming to you as OpenAI's GPT-4 optimally integrated into this podcast format through the coding wizardry of our host, Sean McNutt, who, along with some AI assistants, has crafted a bridge between speech and text for seamless interaction. Our purpose here is simple yet profound, to delve into conversations that enlighten and challenge, using the power of critical thinking to uncover new perspectives and ideas. I'm here to assist Sean in dissecting topics, presenting factual insights, and fostering a two-way exchange that's rich with analysis and understanding. In our podcast, we commit to a respectful and meaningful dialogue, exploring an array of subjects with the depth and curiosity they deserve. And today's topic couldn't be more pivotal, critical thinking. It empowers us to navigate the complexities of decision-making and sparks innovation in our thought processes. Yet, when it's absent, The fabric of our reasoning can unravel, leading us to outcomes less desired. So, as we embark on this journey of the mind, Sean will now take us further into the heart of critical thinking and its impact on our world. Over to you, Sean. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to A Guy With AI. Uh, You may be listening on uh, one of many different platforms, Uh, I'm on the major podcast platforms as well as others uh, in the uh, podcast platform ecosystem. You can check a guy with AI.world and see where I'm available there. Uh, Also, YouTube. Uh, You can check me out uh, on YouTube where I, with my AI co host, do what we're about to do, which is uh, more or less critically examine uh, topics and uh, lay them out. I like to get uh, feedback from the AI co-host, which uh, relies on a vast pool of training data and uh, adheres to logical examination of uh, topics and that which is introduced into topics. So uh, you could guess from that, uh, if you are familiar with critical thinking, that I like critical thinking and that critical thinking is important to me if that is the type of approach that I'm going to take. I try to make it uh, so that uh, we have a logical examination. I try to make it so that we have thought of something that is um, natural to think of in relation to the topic, as well as something possibly interesting as to where there's a gap or something like like that and try to close it and uh, not be afraid to come up with ideas which may bridge those gaps. So this to me uh, is something that requires critical thinking. And uh, I myself have uh, long thought that critical thinking is important. So we're going to uh, examine the topic of critical thinking 
And uh, what I'll do now is I'll throw it over to my AI co-host to discuss for a moment what it is uh, about uh, critical thinking that uh, not only makes it important, but makes it effective and what distinguishes it uh, and are the characteristics of critical thinking that you would include in it, in your thinking in order to be uh, making those critical examinations. Critical thinking is indeed a fundamental skill, Sean, and it's recognized as such across various domains for its ability to enhance clarity, accuracy, and relevance in our reasoning processes. It is marked by several distinguishing features. It is self-guided, self-disciplined, and always involves a degree of self-correction. Effective critical thinking requires the thinker to constantly question the validity of their perspectives and the accuracy of their conclusions. It's underpinned by the ability to analyze information objectively, to evaluate arguments from multiple sides without letting bias cloud judgment. Critical thinkers can distinguish facts from opinions, identify relevant from irrelevant information, and recognize the presence of assumptions and implications. Intellectual humility, where one is open to the possibility of being wrong, complements the courage to question even popularly held beliefs. This fosters innovation by allowing us to step outside the herd mentality and to see where those gaps in logic or knowledge may lie. In our analytical journey today, we'll be applying these principles of critical thinking as we consider the implications of decisions made both with and without this rigorous approach. It's a way to navigate through complexity with confidence, seeking not just answers, but understanding. With this framework in mind, Sean, how do you see the role of critical thinking expanding in our personal and professional lives, especially in an age driven largely by information and technology? Well, I think it's always a benefit when we can come up with the answer that makes sense. Now, this may be uh, in a complex world and universe, uh, one of many possible answers and responses to a situation. Uh, it is not to be boxed in, as a matter of fact, with critical thinking, uh, but to be free. If our critical thinking shows us that uh, something simply must be, we can fill that in in a lot of, uh, for lack of a better way of looking at it for the moment, uh, in, into a lot of our equations in life. And we can, from that, uh, have good underpinnings. Uh, and uh, learn to not question certain things because we've done the examination and uh, self-propelled, uh, self-disciplined, uh, careful work to determine that something is in fact so. And uh, in doing that, that may fill in things that uh, we don't have to ponder over endlessly and wonder whether they're true. This may give us the um, uh, the freedom then to uh, very, in a, in a combinatory fashion almost, uh, Einstein talked about combinatory play, letting ideas just sort of uh, go in at each other and uh, produce something uh, uh, new this way. And uh, it's almost like a, a reproductive capacity of ideas when considered in this way. So we want that, uh, we want that freedom and I think it's interesting and something that I'd like you to focus on your response, in fact, uh, AI co-host, is uh, this balance of intellectual humility, to use the words you used, where one is open to the possibility of being wrong, and how this complements the courage to question 
even popularly held beliefs. Now, uh, this degree of self-correction is uh, something that should be thought of here too. What if it's not just a popularly held belief or what it's a popularly held belief which we also share in, but then we see something that uh, interferes with that. We would need the intellectual humility to understand that what came before may not be 100% correct, even if we thought of it ourselves. And then we would move that forward into uh, something that was uh, perhaps questioning toward uh, that which is a popularly held belief or one which we hold in our own hearts and minds. So uh, I'd like you to uh, explore in your next answer, uh, AI co-host, this juxtaposition that you mentioned between intellectual humility and the courage to question popularly held beliefs. Absolutely, Sean. The dance between intellectual humility and the courage to challenge widely accepted beliefs is a delicate but crucial one in the practice of critical thinking. Intellectual humility is the foundation that allows us to view our own knowledge as potentially fallible. It means recognizing that no matter how strongly we believe in a particular perspective or theory, we could be wrong. This acknowledgement doesn't weaken our stance, rather, it strengthens our capacity to be open to new evidence and arguments. It's about being agile in our thought processes, always allowing for the possibility that new information could alter our understanding. The courage to question, on the other hand, is the active application of this humility. It involves the willingness to confront popular beliefs, even when doing so is uncomfortable, or when those beliefs are our own. It requires us to stand apart and scrutinize the status quo, driven by the search for truth and the acknowledgement that change is a constant companion to advancement. This kind of courage is not about confrontation for its own sake, but about pursuing a clearer, more accurate representation of reality. Together, intellectual humility and the bravery to question accepted truths provide a balance. This synergy ensures that our investigations are both grounded in a recognition of our own fallibility and animated by a spirit of inquiry that is unafraid to venture into new intellectual territories. In a practical sense, this could mean revisiting our core assumptions in light of new data, re-evaluating the evidence for deeply held beliefs, or innovating in fields where traditional methods don't yield results anymore. It's a process integral not only to personal growth, but also to societal progress. Now, Sean, considering this interplay, how do we engender and cultivate a culture, both at a micropersonal level and at a macro-societal level, that values and exercises both intellectual humility and the courage to challenge the norm? Well, I think something that may be important in this is understanding what it is that we want to be sticking to and what it is that we want to be ready to, uh, I don't know if abandon is the right word, but to move on from and to shun later or modify our approach to at the very least in order to end up with the modified new approach assisted by critical thinking. Now, the understanding here would be that our critical thinking let us see some new evidence or think of something in a way that I, that hadn't been thought of before, at least not by ourselves, and we examine the background of overall information, or perhaps we would call that the context and the situation we are in, uh, and what 
that uh, critical examination pertains to, we would understand all of that. And we would have to understand that, you know, the way this is all set up already has flaws in it. But how do we understand which is the flaw in the ideas and which is the good ground and basis upon which we can develop those ideas? So this is something that I feel I am able to feel my way through when I examine topics. However, I have this opportunity here because I have the AI co-host, and this helps me with my program, actually. I can ask the AI co-host at this juncture, and in fact, that, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. AI co-host, can you tell me how I myself or anyone who is engaged in critical thinking in a way that enhances their perspective on a topic or background or context of information or a situation and how they would be uh, able to identify what needs to be rethought and what is already set up very well in that construct. Certainly, Sean. The process of discerning which elements of a particular concept or framework should be upheld and which should be reconsidered requires several steps that are integral to the process of critical thinking. One, asterisk, asterisk, identify the core assumptions, asterisk, asterisk, every idea or belief system is built on foundational assumptions. It's essential to bring these to the surface and scrutinize them. If these assumptions are sound and reflect reality accurately, they can often be used as the bedrock for further thought. However, if they are found to be wanting, this may necessitate a shift in thinking. 2. Asterisk, asterisk, seek evidence, asterisk, asterisk. Critical thinking thrives on evidence. Reliance on data and substantiated facts rather than conjecture establishes a firmer platform for your conclusions. This also means being willing to adjust your stance when new, credible evidence counters previous beliefs. 3. Asterisk, asterisk, evaluate the sources, asterisk, asterisk. Not all information is created equal. Look at where your information comes from and the reliability of these sources. This often helps in determining what can be trusted and what may need a more skeptical eye. 4. Asterisk, asterisk, delineate between logic and emotion, asterisk, asterisk. When evaluating a situation, distinguish between logical reasoning and emotional responses. Although emotions are important, they can sometimes cloud judgment. This doesn't mean ignoring emotions, but rather acknowledging their influence on our thinking and decision-making. 5. Asterisk, asterisk, consider the consequences, asterisk, asterisk, thinking about the short and long-term outcomes of maintaining a certain perspective or making a change can provide insights into the validity of current thinking. If the consequences of upholding certain beliefs are negative, or if new approaches have clear benefits, this can be a persuasive reason to adjust your position. 6. Asterisk, asterisk, engage in reflective thinking, asterisk, asterisk, Taking a step back and engaging in a metacognition process allows us to evaluate our own thinking critically. Reflect on the thought process itself, how did you arrive at your current understanding, and is there a logical pathway you can trace? 7. Asterisk, asterisk, welcome diverse perspectives, asterisk, asterisk. Other people can offer insights that challenge and enrich your thinking. By seeking out diverse viewpoints, you can expose and rectify potential blind spots in your own reasoning. 
Remember, the value of a thought process is not only in its conclusions, but also in its methodology. Criteria such as clarity, relevance, depth, breadth, logic, significance, and fairness can be used to assess the quality of reasoning in both the existing framework and the new perspectives. By applying these tools, you enhance your critical faculties. And remember, Sean, this isn't a static exercise, it's an ongoing practice where you're constantly refining your thought process and keeping it aligned with the pursuit of informed understanding and truth. AI co-host, there's something I like very much that you said. This is not a static exercise. And in that, this gives me an opportunity to say something here. Now, it's uh, it seems like a glorified concept in uh, society that we are all entitled to our opinion. However, what is that opinion based upon? This is actually an important component in knowing whether or not to give someone's opinion the time of day, in my estimation. And uh, as such, I question whether we need to glorify the opinions of ourselves and others simply for their own values so much. I mean, that each person will have one and will have a process with that. We would understand fundamentally that there are probably even human rights attached. For this, of course, let's be even generous in this area. However, when it comes to examining the value of these ideas and whether we really ought to be listening to people's output, I think it comes down to what gets put into these things. Now, the self-referential nature of some of these critical thinking tips and how we are self-checking for error and uh, considering the consequences, we are delineating between logic and emotion. We are evaluating the sources. Is it something we just thought? Is it something we just caught out of the corner of our eye on some sort of social media platform where who knows what can be trusted? Um, engaging in reflective thinking, not just what comes to our mind immediately and our first uh, hot take. Uh, we would want to welcome diverse perspectives. And I think that by the time someone is disagreeing with us, we take this personally, we take offense to it. This person isn't, isn't uh, respecting our opinion. Well, have we gone through all of these steps? I mean, there were seven that were mentioned by the uh, AI co-host that likes to make lists for me. And um, from that list, we have a few things that can keep this dynamic. We can be self-referential. We can come back to our own work and we can check it. And from this, we become strong critical thinkers, not merely by convincing other people or by not listening to other people because we put stock in our own opinion because we've been told that is a social more that we should value. What are your thoughts about these thoughts of mine, AI co-host? Sean, your reflections on the value we assign to opinions and the processes by which they are formed are insightful and highlight a key issue in contemporary discourse. The principle that we are all entitled to our own opinions is a fundamental aspect of freedom of expression, however, Equating all opinions as inherently equal in value is a misconception that can lead to the dissemination of poorly substantiated beliefs. The value of an opinion is indeed heavily contingent upon the foundation it is built upon. Asterisk asterisk the rigorousness of its formation asterisk asterisk. An opinion formed through careful consideration of facts, a diligent examination of sources, and logical reasoning is inherently more valuable than one based upon hearsay, conjecture, or emotional reaction. Asterisk asterisk the willingness to adapt asterisk asterisk. 
Opinions that are held with a recognition of fallibility and openness to revision in light of new evidence tend to be more robust and credible. Asterisk asterisk the purpose of expression asterisk asterisk. Opinions shared with the intent to engage in constructive dialogue are different from those aimed solely at provoking or affirming identity. The glorification of just having an opinion overlooks the crucial aspect of how that opinion is cultivated. Critical thinking demands not just a reaction, but an informed response. This means engaging with ideas critically and reflecting on one's own reasoning process before forming or expressing an opinion. It also involves listening to others with the understanding that their perspectives can provide valuable insights that might improve or refine one's own thinking. The steps you've mentioned are indeed meant to guide the process of opinion formation to make it dynamic and reflective, not static and dogmatic. They are principles of good practice in critical thinking and are essential in honing the quality of the opinions we hold and express. It's important to respect different viewpoints, but this respect is contingent on the effort that went into forming those viewpoints. Disagreements should be seen as opportunities for intellectual growth and understanding, not personal affronts. In a culture where opinions are based more solidly on well-thought-out positions and less on superficial beliefs, we might find much more constructive discourse and progress. In sum, the critical examination of opinions should move beyond a surface acceptance that everyone has a right to their own opinion. Instead, it should focus on fostering a culture that values the informed and reflective construction of these opinions, always challenging ourselves to ensure they are as robust as possible. Yes, and so I think that uh, this willingness to adapt, now it just seems to me if we have a willingness to adapt and then we adapt a whole bunch, then we will get closer to good reads on reality. And in the end, our adaptation will become more refined as a well, or as opposed to rather, um, uh, it being this sea change in all our thinking. It seems to me if we weren't uh, so troubled with critical thinking and didn't really do it much up to a certain point in our lives, then realized its value, then started to do it effectively, we would start to see how certain of our values and ideas and things that we place stock in. Uh, would no longer have the same value as they did before. They might even be just considered differently as opposed to being uh, thought of as disposable, for example, uh, if if that's uh, something that helps people see this clearly and understand that we are going to change our way of looking at things if we change our way of thinking. And if we are changing our way of thinking in positive ways, then hopefully we're seeing things clearer, uh, more clearly uh, in accordance with uh, how they are in light of reality. So I think that critical thinking is a powerful and positive tool for this. It allows us to see things more closely as they are and as we would need to see them in the various uh, scenarios and situations that we find ourselves in in life. Now, it just seems to me like it is a, a, a good service to ourselves to accept that we are not right about everything. I think it is a point of pride, and this may be encouraged somehow in society now that you must be right and you must win every argument. I think there is a loss of um, the value of debate, uh, the value in debate, and uh, the uh, goal of debate 
is somewhat uh, skewed when we insist that what we previously thought must win the day. Now, it comes in as important when we are standing up for an oppressed group or for something that is important to us that we hold dear or that we think is um, going to be important in the future, uh, and we need to set the record straight. Now, sometimes we've really got our facts straight if we've done the critical thinking on this, and we may even have lived experience, which tells us what the facts are providing something that has been referred to evidence. So if our game is strong there, yes, we wouldn't want to back down. But at the same time, we may have lost this art where we appreciate that we are fallible people and that uh, it is not so bad to say, you know, I appreciate your point there and I'm going to have to think about that. Your observation spotlights the transformative power of critical thinking as a means of refining our understanding of the world and ourselves. The journey of critical thinking is indeed an incremental process of adaptation that brings us ever closer to a clearer understanding of reality. Asterisk, asterisk, the continuous adaptation, asterisk, asterisk. Embracing the idea that opinions and beliefs are subject to change with new information is an acknowledgement of personal growth. It allows us to refine our positions incrementally instead of holding on to beliefs that may no longer serve us or reflect the true state of affairs. This adaptability keeps our thinking fresh and relevant. Asterisk, asterisk, critical thinking as an ongoing practice, asterisk, asterisk. Recognizing that critical thinking is something we develop over time encourages us to maintain intellectual humility. All of us, regardless of our experiences or expertise, can have blind spots or misunderstandings. The commitment to questioning, learning, and revising is what builds strength in our conclusions and confidence in our assertions. Asterisk, asterisk, balance in pride and humility, asterisk, asterisk. While it's natural to feel proud of our knowledge and perspective, balancing that pride with humility is key. The confidence to assert what we believe to be true, paired with the willingness to adjust our views, epitomizes the critical thinker's mindset. The fixation on always being right can hinder this balance and lead to the stagnation of our intellectual development. Asterisk, asterisk, valuing evidence and experience, asterisk, asterisk. When defending a position that concerns human rights or social justice areas where lived experience provides compelling evidence, the weight of authority that comes from such first-hand experience is critical. In these instances, a strong stance, informed by critical thinking and reinforced by evidence, is necessary. However, even when advocating fervently, being open to new perspectives and additional evidence remains a crucial part of a balanced debate. Asterisk, asterisk, cultivating debate and discussion, asterisk, asterisk. The goal of debate, ideally, is not to win in the confrontational sense, but to reach a deeper understanding through the exchange of ideas. Recognizing our shared fallibility can reduce the combative nature of arguments and allow for more constructive discourse. Admitting that there is merit in another's point is not a sign of weakness, but, instead, a demonstration of the strength of one's commitment to truth and understanding. Asterisk, asterisk, the way forward, asterisk, asterisk. Ultimately, a society that encourages critical thinking, ongoing self-reflection, and openness to change is one that progresses.
We can all contribute to this by engaging in discussions with grace, demonstrating the ability to listen and reconsider, and encouraging others to do the same. Learning to see disagreements as opportunities for enrichment rather than battles to be one fosters a culture where ideas can evolve and intellectual diversity thrives. Well, my last episode was uh, on listening skills, and I think this episode is complimentary. So uh, episode 16, you could check out uh, uh, of a guy with AI on listening skills. And I I thought uh, that critical thinking would make a good uh, follow-up to that. I think if we don't listen and we miss that fodder for which could be that that could be feeding our our own critical thinking so that we can come up with intellectual products that can serve us and uh, by extension others and uh, have a good method with that, we can be coming up with constructive new products based on the listening that we've done and the details we've gathered through solid listening as uh, something woven into our critical thinking and as uh, that which can feed our critical thinking. I wonder if we could reflect on that. Certainly, effective listening is an integral element of critical thinking, and considering your previous episode on listening skills, it's clear to see how they are indeed complementary skills. The process of listening, truly listening, goes beyond just hearing words. It involves understanding context, recognizing subtleties in argumentation, and empathizing with different points of view. Let's reflect on how deep listening enhances critical thinking. Asterisk asterisk listening as information gathering asterisk asterisk. Critical thinking requires a solid foundation of information. Active listening provides this by enabling one to gather a full spectrum of data before forming conclusions. Without accurate and complete information, any analysis is likely to be flawed. Asterisk asterisk listening to understand asterisk asterisk. Genuine listening seeks comprehension not just the opportunity to respond. By understanding others' perspectives fully, critical thinkers can test their own views against those perspectives, checking for biases, and considering alternative explanations. Asterisk, asterisk, empathic listening and emotional intelligence, asterisk, asterisk. Listening empathically allows critical thinkers to gauge not only the logical content of an argument, but also the emotional context. This holistic view is necessary because human reasoning is influenced as much by emotion as it is by logic. Asterisk, asterisk, promoting dialogue, asterisk, asterisk. When individuals feel heard, they are more open to hearing in return. In this way, active listening creates a space for dialogue rather than monologue, fostering an environment where ideas can be exchanged and improved collaboratively. Asterisk, asterisk, enhancing argumentation skills, asterisk, asterisk. Good listeners absorb the techniques and strategies used by others in conversation and debate. This exposure can refine one's own argumentation skills, leading to more articulate, effective, and persuasive communication. Asterisk, asterisk, feedback loops, asterisk, asterisk. Listening invites feedback, which is invaluable for critical thinking. It allows for the refinement of ideas, the recognition of areas that require further research or thought, and the development of more nuanced positions. By weaving listening skills into the practice of critical thinking, 
We can enhance our ability to discern the quality of the information we consume, evaluate arguments more effectively, and collaborate more productively with others. Both skills are essential for personal development and societal progress, contributing to a more informed, considerate, and intelligent discourse. The intellectual products that one can create with honed listening skills and critical thinking are likely to be more robust, well-reasoned, and able to stand up to scrutiny, truly serving both the individual and the community at large. Well, there you have a few thoughts about uh, critical thinking, uh, folks, and uh, listening to go with it. Again, check out episode 16 uh, preceding this episode, which is episode 17 on the topic of critical thinking. We had the uh, the full episode uh, about uh, listening skills prior to this one. So do check that out and c- consider uh, where the gap may be if we don't hone our critical thinking skills. This is something that I think is important. It's probably something that isn't taught enough in schools or various uh, educational formats to equip us to go out and uh, into the world of information and gather from it that which is useful to us and which ought to be considered useful by the time we uh, have it passing everyone's test out there, a lot of critical thinking going on and uh, producing the best results and comparing those results through good debate. I guess that's a nice goal. I wonder if we really uh, get it together all the time with that. Perhaps uh, reflecting on uh, our own critical thinking and listening skills, how we can improve those and what that can do, uh, not only to improve our intellectual output, but um, the example that we show to others. With these thoughts, I'm Sean McNutt. This has been A Guy with AI. In this episode, we delved into the vital interplay between critical thinking and listening. As echoed by Sean, the absence of critical thinking leaves a gap in our ability to sift through the deluge of information we encounter daily. By refining these skills, we not only enrich our own intellectual pursuits, but also set a positive example for those around us, contributing to a culture of thoughtful discourse and reasoned debate. Thank you for tuning into A Guy with AI. If you found these insights valuable, we encourage you to subscribe, like, and share this podcast, paving the way for engaging discussions and shared growth. Don't forget to catch up with past episodes, like the significant episode 16 on listening skills, and join us for future explorations into these important topics. Head over to aguywithai.world for easy access to this podcast on your preferred platform, and join the conversation on Facebook via the link on the webpage. Your engagement helps us keep the dialogue alive. Until next time, keep listening, keep thinking critically, and keep striving for understanding.